You're listening to AIB Market Talk with our latest financial market update. Hi, and welcome to our monthly podcast covering the latest releases of AIB-sponsored Irish Manufacturing and Services PMIs. I'm Paul Ward from our Treasury Unit, and joining me on this podcast is our Chief Economist, Oliver Mangan. Good morning, Ollie. Good morning. Ollie, the PMIs are an indicator that provides a measure of the health of an industry. If I can start with the Irish Manufacturing PMI data, the reading indicates a strong performance in December, a figure of 57.2, which is a sharp rise from November's figure of 52.2. Can you bring us through to December's figure and what are your key findings in the report? Yeah, well, certainly the December figure was very strong, 57.2. That came within touching distance of the two-year high, which was reached back in July, 57.3. So on a two-year view, you know, going back even before the pandemic hit, this is a very strong figure. I think there's a couple of factors at work one is there certainly was evidence of stockpiling ahead of the end of the Brexit transition period at the end of December. And secondly, globally, manufacturing activity is recovering after the recession the global economy experienced in the first half of the year. And like the first lockdown, which impacted manufacturing, it has been impacted by the second lockdown. And globally, manufacturing activity is picking up. So we referenced the Irish level there was 57.2. I mean, the flash estimate from the UK was 57.3. It's 55.5 in the Eurozone. Anything above 50, you're into growth yeah. territory. Anything above 55, you're into really strong growth territory. So the Irish figure is not out of kilter with what we're seeing internationally. But I think there's been an additional boost to both the Irish and the UK figures from the stockpiling ahead of the end of the Brexit transition period. And we can see that from both comments within the survey and a number of the indicators. Uh, firms are talking about customers bringing forward orders ahead of the 31st of December to avoid possible delays of ports, etc. Not to be getting ahead of ourselves, will that have a negative impact then for figures, you think, as we roll into 2021? It could, because what we also saw was increased purchases of raw materials, companies building up their stocks of inputs, mm. etc. So it's like we've seen this before. We right. saw it 12 months ago. We've seen this build up and run down of stocks. It's a temporary factor at work. So I think it's fair to say that firms may continue to run stock levels, at uh, yeah. high stock levels in the opening couple months of the year because of fears that delays may still arise, of course, notwithstanding the fact that we have a trade deal, etc. But you are right, at some stage, they will gradually run down these high inventory levels and it will be a drag in the index. Is it fair to say there might have been a pre-Brexit boost as well here, Ollie, going on? Well, that's what I'm talking about. The pre-Brexit boost is in terms of bringing orders forward, stockpiling, increasing purchase of inputs. That will unwind, I think, over the next two or three months, given that we have a trade deal in place okay. now. Yeah. But I think it's, it's important, you know, not to lose sight of the fact that, more broadly speaking, across manufacturing, across Europe and elsewhere, there has been a rebound in activity. And if you look at all the main components of the PMI survey in December, they all rose, and they rose quite you know, well into positive territory. A strong increase in new orders, sharp rise in production, and also things like rising employment, which is very welcome to see. You know, employment in the sector has been under a lot of pressure, but it rose for the third consecutive month in December. So that, that's, that's positive. And it's consistent really with this global recovery of manufacturing activity we're seeing. Now, having said that, there's some notable features within the survey. One of the fallouts from the pandemic and the lockdowns, etc., has been pressure on supply chains and difficulties in sourcing goods. And that's still coming through in the survey. 
firms are reporting shortages of raw materials, difficulties in sourcing inputs, and also delays in transportation and getting goods. So we saw the delays in both road transport and across the English Channel as well through December. So those supply chains remain under pressure. And that, to some extent, has also given rise to some price pressures, particularly sharp jumps in input costs, because, let's say, raw materials are hard to source at the present time because of the ongoing disruption to production associated with the, with the pandemic. Do you see more, thinking from the Irish export now, like do you see more businesses trying to avoid the UK land bridge? Well, we know they are because there's new routes, direct sailings from Ross there to mainland Europe and they've been booked out. So, no, I think it may be a suck and see. It, you know, it's still a quicker route to go through the UK. Yeah. But I don't think, I suspect that exporters may not be putting all their eggs in one basket, maybe using both routes and see how it pans out. Not just over the next couple of weeks, but over the next number of months. Remember that the restrictions, that the requirements that are there in terms of customs documentation and what have you, the UK is not in a position to fully enforce those probably until the middle of the year. So they'll be gradually introduced. So I think we'll certainly see some... Sounds like an element of false dawn, maybe for businesses over the next couple of months. Well, I think they'll be hedging their bets and they'll be using both routes, particularly the bigger suppliers. Yeah. Okay. So uh, the other thing I would say, ask me about the outlook is in terms of manufacturing survey, is firms are increasingly optimistic about the twelve month outlook for business. It's one of the key components of the surveys, and that's driven by a hope that the recent positive news of vaccines, the fact that the start to be rolled out, yeah. will bring an improved in economic conditions generally over the course of two thousand and twenty one. Yeah. We all live in hope, Ali. Just moving across the economy, AAV has released the Irish Services PMI, and this posted a reading of 50.1 in December, up from 45.4 in November, which means that we're back in expansion territory, just. Ali, can you give us your thoughts on the release, and what were the key findings? Well, again, the Irish index is broadly in line with what we're seeing elsewhere. It's actually right in line with the UK reading for December. And it's above the European estimate, which is 47.3, the flash estimate. Now, all indices rose in December. One of the reasons, the services sector is obviously much more impacted by COVID restrictions and lockdowns. And these restrictions were lifted over the course of December and allowed a rebound in activity. Now, 50.1 is still a subdued level. This isn't growth territory, positive expansion territory, but it's still a low enough reading. And, you know, the sector continues to be impacted by COVID restrictions. What about it, employment in the sector? Well, you mentioned in, in the manufacturing, obviously there was yeah. an increase in employment. What about on the services? Yeah, it, well, actually, that was one positive note in the survey. Employment increased for the first time since February and December. Okay. But when you look across the sectors, what you see is that there are some components to this, and some sectors have been impacted more than others by the ongoing restrictions. And in particular, the transport, tourism, and leisure se- sector continues to post very low levels of activity. In fact, contraction activity is by far the weakest of the sectors. Other sectors like business services, financial services, telecoms, they registered a good expansion activity in December. So it's an uneven picture across the services sector. And more broadly speaking, uh, as employment increased for the first time, that was particularly two in those three main sectors. Yeah. The volume of outstanding business also increased. So in other words, backlogs of unfulfilled orders. So that's the reason I think that employment expanded. There obviously was a pickup there as the economy reopened. Uh, from the lockdown in late October and November. But again, we're back in lockdown again, so it's yeah. unlikely that we'll see the rise in December sustained in January or February. So I think it's fair to say that for large parts of the services sector of the economy, 
business conditions remain challenging. There was an improvement in December. It's unlikely to be sustained in January. I would think this index will fall back again. But again, the more on the manufacturing side, we did see a marked pickup in the 12-month sentiment outlook for the sector. And it rose to its highest level since February, since before pre-COVID levels, essentially. And again, the firms are hoping that the positive news of vaccines will allow for a return to, let's say, more normal business conditions over the course of the year. That They know it's, this is a 12-month view. So into next autumn, into next December, that we'll be back to more normal business conditions. Obviously, we have a difficult few months ahead of us, given that we're back seeing very, very high numbers of new COVID cases, back, on, back in lockdown, back with restrictions on many parts of the service sector of the economy. Oli, as always, many thanks for your time and for the update. And thanks to all our listeners and customers for joining us today. Stay close to all our latest podcasts by pressing the subscribe button on AAB's Market Talk on the podcast apps for iOS or Android. For those customers impacted by the pandemic, you can find details of AAB support packages at aib.ie forward slash COVID-19. Many thanks. Thanks for listening to the latest edition of AIB Market Talk. Allied Irish Bank's PLC is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. First Trust Bank is a trademark of AIB Group UK PLC, authorised by the Prudential Regulation Authority and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority and the Prudential Regulation Authority. Allied Irish Bank GB and Allied Irish Bank GB Savings Direct are trademarks used under licence by AIB Group UK PLC, authorised by the Prudential Regulation Authority and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority and the Prudential Regulation Authority.